Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I am Hawk. This is Lady Hawk. And this is Hawk, Hawk Talk. Talk. Oh, that was good, because we Aye. haven't been doing this for a bit. No, we've been we're a little rusty. We've been gone for a while, and we apologize. We've had a... Uh... No, I don't apologize. We had a pretty good month. Right, right, yeah. We've I'm, done apologize. A lot of I'm just apologizing for the absence. <laughs> apologizing for the absence. We needed it. It was just, we, we were doing uh, November turned into December real quick, and then things just took off from there, and uh, and here we are. So, on today's uh, program, what we got there, Lady Hawk? So, today's topics will include what's up with the Hawks, snowbird drivers, cutting out toxic people, because we all have them, um, and reviving severed relationships. Because we all do that sometimes. I would like to just point out that I'm being attacked by a kitten right now. She weighs two pounds, guys. And she, But she comes up and just lightly taps you enough to just get your attention. She's the cutest thing in the world. She is everybody's favorite. Like oh, she's even, hilarious. Even the other cats have decided that she is their favorite. Yeah, they, they all take turns playing with her and all that fun stuff. Cleaning her dirty head. She's at that stage where she eats and she just throws her entire body into her food bowl. Yeah. She comes back with, yeah, this little mohawks of food. What so. do you think that is? Do you think that's wet cat food? Do you think <laughs> do you think the oldest gave her some chicken nuggets with honey mustard? Like, what do you think that is? Yeah, what she got into exactly, exactly. So, all right, let's get this game started here. As you can see, we are playing Tower Unite again, for those of you who are watching. For those of you who are listening, you're missing something. You're missing me play golf really badly and Hawk thinking he's so good at it. Oh, not at all. <laughs> That's not what's happening at all. Excuse me, if I keep <laughs> coughing, it's, I apologize. My, we're all kind of a little bit having something going on here. I mean, it's the evening issues. It is definitely like an evening thing, for sure. When it gets a little bit more damp outside? Yeah, like, you know, it's just everything's kind of just, yeah. So we go right into here. So it's, uh, what's up with us is the biggest question of the hour. What have we been up to? Well. Been up to a lot of things. A lot of things. We did The, the Disney trip was well, well announced and well orchestrated. And it uh, went off pretty pretty seamlessly. It was great. It was a good trip. You saw somebody get arrested? Well, that wasn't the part of the trip that was good. It was just... So, you know, Disney's just magical anyway. But sitting on Main Street and watching it snow on my kids was kind of magical. So... Yeah, I'll put a clip up there if I could find it again. That was one of my favorite parts. Um, Disney does does the holidays so well so we we just we had a really good time it was something that we all needed and i think we all felt better when we came home from that i agree yeah that was definitely well needed new memories and um you know getting rid of some of the tainted parts of the last uh, year or so it was refreshing like we i mean it was it was the holidays, which puts you in the spirit, just being at Disneyland just kind of puts you in a different mindset. Seeing somebody get arrested made everything so much better. Seeing my child. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, yeah, this, the whole situation, because it was our last night. 
So go right? ahead and like set the stage oh, because was, you saw it first. That was that was our last night, right? Like we were like, yeah, okay, that it, was it our was, last night. Space Mountain was the last ride. Then we're going back to the hotel because everyone was tired. Don't want to do fireworks. So we no, just, we were done. We yeah, were... After, the, after the snow and that show, we were just kind of like, all right, let's just go. So we went to go get what are those little green macaroon things you always like. The alien, the Santa alien macarons from Pizza Planet. Yes. Yeah, we were there. We get over there. And of course, being nighttime, there's a line. So we're like, okay, we're not waiting in this line. We'll just look for something else. So I'm like, well, we just get some churros and just go home after that and we'll have dinner at the hotel. And so that was the plan. So we're sitting there kind of, just, you know, we're waiting for the, like the fast lane to go onto the space mountain. We had a couple minutes. And so I'm, we're, we're sitting on a planter right outside the pizza planet. I'm looking at the map. And you're trying to find something. Trying and to find churros. I sit and there's this old people next to us, like this older group gets up and uh, they're kind of like, look agitated, kind of annoyed about something or mumbling about things. But I'm like, okay, whatever. Old people, they're, that's what they do. Yeah, especially in crowds. Yeah, and so they get up and leave. And I look over and I notice their security 10 feet away. Lots of security. There's like five security there. And you Disneyland, you don't see security unless you need to. And there's this girl over there with her, presumably her boyfriend. And she's kind of starting to lose it. And he's just kind of sitting there. So we're like, okay, what happened here? Something's going on. So she's over... Lady Hawk is sitting over there, and she's just annoyed that I'm, like, just tapping her on the shoulder vigorously. Because I'm not paying attention. Yeah, she's, like, it's the end of the trip. We do, we do turnaround. It was a three-day turnaround. We went there, did the first day was driving, and then Disney, and the second day was full Disney, and then the last day we drive home. Yeah. And so she just, we're all just done at this point. And so I'm tapping her, and she's just like, what? What do you want? I'm like, there's something going on over there. We're not leaving. <laughs> something's going on. Something's going on. Something's going on. Yeah. What? And so she looks over and sees what's going on. It's like, oh, okay. You know, it's like, oh, this is different. So I planted myself. I went and got churros. <laughs> While he's getting churros, she starts screaming and shining her flashlight. Well, not flashlight, the, the flashlight on the phone. She's flashing it in the security guard's face. She's recording him. He just continues speaking. He just, he's just very calm. He's annoyed. He's very calm. So she continues to yell at him. Um, she starts reporting his name online. I think she was trying to post something on TikTok. She was trying to play victim. Yeah. And so finally he calls the police because she will not stop. They were, and he kept explaining. He's like, you need to understand the situation you put yourself in. You need to understand. And she wouldn't stop. Finally, I figure out this this person is a minor because at first she appeared to be a young woman, twenties maybe. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like late teens, early twenties. I thought they were they were definitely yeah. there by themselves on no. like some sort of trip. Girl is seventeen. So Hawk immediately looks at our seventeen year old. He's like, "You'd be dead." He's like, "No." If you ever did this, because they're calling this girl's mother to come and get her. Mother comes. This is, and this is right at, right, this happened. So I come back as, because you were sitting there, all that happened when I was gone. And I was only gone for like five well, minutes. Wait a minute. So then the cop comes and she starts yelling that he is, or yelling at him. And then she's telling her mother he's yelling at her. Officer, blah, 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 right. is yelling in my face. Right. And she was one. And so I had my phone out. So as I get my phone out, there's another security guard that kind of steps in front of what's going on. 
And he looks at my son, who's seven, and he's like, you don't need to see this. And my son looks at him and he goes, well, I'm seeing it. She said like a million F words. Yep. Yep. And the security guard's laughing because how can you not at this point? Yeah, it's, it's a, this a absolutely ridiculous scene. And like right after that, that's when I'm like running back with like a handful of churros. As I'm trying to text oh, hey, him, Katie. the um, stupid girl is about to get put in cuffs. He comes walking back up I and he sees it. behind her. Like that's where the churro stand was, and yeah, I sure as shit. There she is, turned around, <laughs> getting cuffed. I'm like, this is the best day at Disneyland we've had so far. And just for reference, everybody, it was the same week that the man stripped down naked and it's a small world later. and took a swim. We got so... there the day after that. <laughs> and then, remember the nice guy at the parade, Arlo. Arlo at the parade. I love Arlo. Oh, he was amazing. He should just he should work there. Honestly, Arlo should be everybody's personal like guide, guide. to Disneyland. Or, because... I mean, at least for the parade, because he would go through. He, he he said he goes there as often as he can just for the parades. He goes at least twice a week. He right? said. And they, I mean, dancers and people on the would come up to him and give him high five. They knew who he was. And because our son was right next to him, he got extra attention. So that was really cool. Another pretty awesome thing Disney did that I thought I just loved was um, in the parade, Santa was speaking and he was also signing. So he was doing sign language. Everything he was saying, he was also signing. And both sides, he, it was in the, you know, like about 20 feet up on mm -hmm. the 15, 20 feet on the, on the, the sleigh, on the float. And it look, he would look down on both sides and sign really like, I don't know how, I don't know how you would yell in sign language, right. I guess that would be. So he's, it's a very pronounced sign language on both sides and mouthing the words very vividly so that people can see and, and all that. So, Which made me and my daughter cry because it was just, their inclusivity was just pretty um, above par, I would say, above standard. They just, they do a very good job with that. I was here and it cut me off. What cut you off? The game. Oh, you're not in the game anymore? No, I was. It, I was. It's like you're AFK. I'm like, no, I hit the ball, and then it's like they're triple bogey. Oh, sorry, that's annoying game stuff. Um, but yeah, it was it was neat with that. And then there was a Jamaican Santa. Oh, that was great. Even like accent and all, which was so cool. The kids really liked it. It just it was it was all around very um, warm. The whole situation was very warm. Uh, ironically on a winter setting right <laughs> well yeah it was i mean it, we did that and we thought back like what what didn't we do and we did i mean you guys you know the, the kids made bracelets to give the characters yeah and they loved them and, yep. and the, they a couple of the cast members that one lady they, it was we were waiting to see um hansel and gretel no <laughs> the uh, princesses no it wasn't the princesses oh the first time nightmare oh, jack skellington yeah jack skellington and, well, and sally sally so we're waiting to see them, and Lady Hawk is over here just chatting away with the uh, the girl at the end of the line, and she was just chatting back. Like she was, they were both chatty people, so they were both fine with it. We're just like kind of just listening to the conversation, and you know, so it was nice conversation, all the stuff. They're goofy. She's like, you know, she was entertaining. It was it was fun. Well, she ended up being at the princess thing the next day well and our our middle child our middle daughter um gave her a bracelet that said you're the magic 
because she just thought she because we made bracelets for the characters but we also made some specifically for um cast that work there and help and if they were like extra helpful we wanted to give them bracelets so that's yeah so they give the bracelet and then we're sitting there in the line she'd recognized us which was Mm -hmm. nice you know she's like oh yeah i remember you guys and then like two minutes later what flynn Ryder walks by and her oldest was like oh i really like him i'm gonna go get a picture with him well the lady was like oh he's a good friend of mine would you like to go meet him i would introduce you to him and everything and she's <laughs> like yes and so they had it, it kind of it came back around and you know they're they're what was it magical moments they yeah call them. they call it magical it's a moment. mini magical moment where she took him over there and because the cast member that wasn't his handler Mm-hmm. went with there he got it was more they got more attention they, they got, got a little more of an experience yeah so it was a little more of a thing the, the face the smolder the smolder the smolder so the funny thing is is our trip um in march my oldest we were going through all these designs um that we were going to put on t-shirts because we were making t-shirts to go and she picked uh the smolder and i'm sitting there looking at her and i'm like you like that movie? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, you like Flynn Ryder? And she's like, I love him. And I'm like, I didn't know that about you. (laughs) So it was just really cool that he ends up walking by and she's all being shy and doesn't want to go over there. And then that cast who we befriended was like, no, I'm taking you. Come on. Yeah, Yeah, it worked out. (laughs) It was really neat. And they got selfies with him. He did his smolder for them. It was, it was pretty great. It was a fun time. It really was didn't have people complaining about stupid stuff like it was just i mean even our youngest he rallied for everything no issues yeah it was like i said it was one of those where kind of everything just i mean we didn't do everything we wanted but we did enough where it's like yeah that was good and then the little things were kind of what made it the the little moment they had with you know the cast member and stuff and then the the scene over at the planet pizza place <laughs> what's the pizza planet pizza planet yeah. i'll get it right one of these days um adult brain doesn't let kid brain think sometimes <laughs> so yeah it was like these little things that kind of made up for like not seeing the fireworks because by the time the fireworks went off we were asleep the kids were out and we were like <laughs> halfway with them we were just woken up we were like approaching sleep and we're woken up by the sound of the fireworks by the sound of the fireworks and so you know, it is what it is, but we had fun. Yeah, we had good food. What did we have good. at that one place? The Holly, the Holly Holiday? Is that what it was called? Um, I don't know. What did you have? I had that sandwich. The youngest did not like his because we ordered a turkey sandwich. I'm thinking it's just going to be a turkey sandwich. Oh, no, it was a turkey on like a wrap like full grain wrap it was a healthy option and he did not he was not for it <laughs> yeah it, was, it wasn't like a meal it was just like was, we needed food that was what it was so then we go to the subway like a week ago and i'm like oh do you want a turkey sandwich he goes i do not want the same thing i had at disneyland i'm like no no no. it's different it's different <laughs> yeah, so that was fun that was a good trip good trip we got our HELOC finally finished we got that we got the ball rolling and all the uh the projects that we've wanted yeah. to do well and... we didn't, let's be honest we tried to do stuff 
the laziest way possible by hiring people to do the stuff we didn't want to do and they never showed up yeah so now we're just gonna have to do it ourselves which is fine yeah but I mean, we did I, we did get the oldest a car and it's more car than we expected us than we expected to purchase it's but, a nissan Sentra. it's a newer nissan Sentra. but at the end of the day i said to hawk i'm not going to spend more money on a set of appliances than i'm going to spend on what's keeping my child safe we sound all pompous over here all these extravagance no we upgraded the house no we did we upgraded we've, the we've house never, I, i've never in my life i didn't sound we, pompous i know but since or whatever it is but since um We've been together. We've had like it was always like something would go out, like a dishwasher would break, and it would replace it real fast with a right. used one, or you know a uh, the microwave, you know anything. It would just go out, and we just go on like offer up in our Facebook Marketplace and find something. Find something good enough. Yeah, and though this time we're like, you know, we got the we got it. Why don't we just do it? So we went. Oh, that was different. <laughs> and so we went up and just you know we got the nice fridge. There's nice range, the over-the-range microwave, and yep. so we just kind of went out. That was that microwave. That was uh, that was fun. But here's the thing: and we've, couches. We've been together for ten years, and we don't get each other Christmas gifts. Nope. And we very rarely do Mother's Day and Father's Day gifts, and we don't really do birthday gifts. So this was all of it in one. Pretty much, uh, I mean, we did. Yeah, we got what, the, new, the new couches because oh, we've only had secondhand couches since yep. we've been together, and so it was, it was our time to get new stuff. And then we immediately put plastic all over the couches. Yeah. And so that's the thing. We think we're missing right now is a dishwasher, but that's in the works. It's got it's got a match. It's good. We have a matching set for the first time ever. Is what. It and is. when he says we're being pompous, everything was on sale and isn't the super expensive stuff. So. Oh yeah, it was all the end of the year clearance yeah, stuff, but we, it's still It's well, more than we would normally have spent, I would say. No, like significantly more. But but we have craft ice now. We do have craft ice. It's very exciting. <laughs> it was exciting the first time we heard the balls drop in there. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's ice. We gotta go look at it. Because it takes two days to make it. Oh yeah, it took forever. We're, we I think we finally got to the point where the ice maker is okay with being just an ice maker. The oldest is like, can I have some of the ice? I'm like, yeah, you can have some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's goofy. She's doing her job. She's doing good at that. Doing good. She got promoted to full time. May be able to train for manager when she turns 18 in February. And she's just proud of herself. Like, she was so excited to buy the kids Christmas. And us too, but she didn't wrap ours. She just handed them to us because she's silly. I got these, what are these beanbag cats? Is that what she got me? Yeah. What's and this? I got Aristocats. My, my, my crinkle, my ASMR crinkle blanket. <laughs> That's really annoying. I know, right? I was telling you. What did she get you? Never mind. Doesn't matter. The crinkle blankets matter more. Oh, uh, she won't stop talking about it. She earlier, like I speak earlier today, she's like, I I can't believe you didn't get a pickle and I know. You got a crinkle blanket. And she's like, I'm gonna get you another one because I want you to get a pickle. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. But she spends her money. Well, she's yeah. 
We all did bought stupid Anyways, stuff. Anyways, she got me a set of Marie teacups from Marista Cats. I got gypped. And a coffee mug that says, is it Catterday yet? Because yep. spent me, more money on you. No, they were all on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. That looks classier, more expensive than a beanbag pizza cat. Yeah. I like the beanbag pizza cat. Well, more. and then and then was this one ice cream? She said um, that the reason she got me, well, that's not why. But anyways, the reason she got me the Marie stuff is because her and I share that as our middle name. So true that. Fun fact. Very popular middle name. It is. Everybody was named. Oh, so close. Like Hawk's middle name is Marie, you know, so. Marie Antoinette. Yep. Let them have cake. Let them eat. Was it I eat don't cake? Know. I don't remember. I know she got her head cut off. <laughs> I think she knows. Is that her? No. I don't, I don't know. I don't it know. doesn't matter. I'm not a history major. <laughs> I think we're going to finish so, yeah. this off. Car Maybe was with... purchased. Appliances, tractors in the works. Tractors in the works. And we'll be getting the yard all done. And then we're going to... Oh, over. and all of the credit card data is consolidated. So that is pretty magical. So we are... We immediately had um, better credit scores. Yeah, it's, it's worth it if you can consolidate at a lower... Significantly lower interest mm -hmm. rate. It was definitely worth it. It's the only reason we did all this stuff. And, we and, made a adult financial decision. Well, and to be completely fair, HELOCs are not a good option for everybody. The reason it was a good option for us is because I bought in the down market. So our mortgage was so low that it made sense for us. It did. It was, yeah, it's... And we had so our, much equity. Think, yeah, our payments for the house are going to be still a probably 30 to 35% lower than what most people pay now for rent apartment and so we're gonna just stick it out so it's exciting um we're having fun yep we're just working on it that's what we're doing <laughs> Hawk's just... going to be taking another disney trip in february with the oldest they're just going to be celebrating their birthday um as an early birthday present i got them tickets to they call it Sweethearts Night, but it's like a princess night at Disney where it's limited access. Like not everybody gets to go yeah, in. The Disney After Dark type thing. Yes. And so our oldest has wanted to do that for years. And I, I've always tried, because their birthdays are a day apart, I've always tried to send them on dates for their birthday. And so I just thought this would be the ultimate date. And it was funny because Hawk was trying to just get Disneyland tickets for that weekend. And he's like, oh, well... This sucks because the night of my birthday, they close at 6 p.m. And I, I ended up having to tell him because the tickets weren't going on sale till the next day. I got um, advanced purchasing options because of us being magic key holders. And so I said, well, I was going to surprise you guys, but I'm going to try to get tickets for that After Dark event so you guys could go. Um and so I spent five hours on my virtual queue and I got the freaking tickets. This is a virtual queue. Yeah, but you have to refresh it every 15 minutes and it's so obnoxious. Well, it was and like, well, it wasn't the same. I mean, it, was, I got, it was almost like when we got 
the magic keys. Yeah, was you, like it was the same hours. option. Yeah. But I mean, and we got the, the baseball game in February too. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be uh interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. Savannah bananas. Apparently they're like a the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. They make it interesting. So were these guys that actually played yeah. professionally? It's an actual, like when they play the game, it's actual baseball. They no, I get like, that. They might have been pro. They might have been like minor leagues, college. Like they have skill enough, like D1 up, right? And so they're, it's baseball. But you think it's probably like minor league, maybe double A equivalent, but they're not there for that. You right. Know? They're for the, uh, the entertainment and the guy on stilts and the, the ball on fire. And the dancing. And the dancing. Apparently, there's a lot of banana dancing. Well, that sounds disturbing, and we're taking our children to that. <laughs> yeah, there may <laughs> there may be a banana hammock here or there. I don't know. Oh no, it's a family affair. It's like, well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> the Europeans might do some weird stuff. Okay, so so reviving relationships. Yes, that's topic two right there. Mm-hmm. That's been a point of contention of it's on my side, pretty much. I mean, everybody does it. It comes and goes. You know, people fall out of your life and then come back in, and you got to figure things out. But so what I've been doing is, you know, we, we, it was earlier this year we started communicating more with my aunt and uncle, and then uh, that that helps things along and it progressed to the point where. I started talking to my grandma again, right? Trying to build a relationship there with boundaries because there, there had been issues. But it's it's been I think I think everybody right now, all three of those parties, are like in a good space with each other, and and it's just one of those things of like it's constant building, right? You know, my aunt and uncle. It wasn't like we didn't have a relationship. It was just kind of distant. You know, it was every now and then they were came around. We talked to them maybe once or twice a year. Kind of one of those. You know, yeah, well, I think it was more of they just didn't know. Well, they didn't know me, and they I don't think they knew you. Boo. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, because, you know, and my uncle's like that. We're, we're a lot alike, and we see that more now. Um, so it's kind of, it's more of an, I guess, an intrigue. Mm-hmm. And then you and my aunt relate a lot on a lot of the common issues of, you know, that, that whole toxicity issue we had. And then you didn't know that until recently, you know? Well, and I think it's um, just an understanding of neither of us want a narrative spoken about us that isn't true. and And I'm glad that her and I can have conversation she's very she's been very kind and some of the things we've gone through recently has been a really great listening ear and so that's definitely something that i need in my life too because i don't necessarily have that with all of my family either yeah it's been been good there and you know they know who they are and if they're listening to this we do appreciate you guys getting dinner the other day too I just want to make that known. That was not our plan. I don't know. I don't know what it is about like the, the family get together dinners is like the oldest has to pay. I don't understand that. Is that how your gramps was? 
he would never let anybody pay for anything. Yeah. It was really annoying. <laughs> so that was, uh, it was good though. Saw him last week at dinner. So it was, uh, it was a good dinner. We had fun. Yeah, it was. We learned a lot. <laughs> the kids had a really good time too. They and, do. and, and I know that, um, the middle is really excited about like learning about geocaching and things like that. Um, so that's definitely something that I'm hoping that there can be that's more of a relationship, continued relationship. Because it's good. It's good. I mean, as I said, it, it builds the relationship. And then there's a lot of stuff like they're discovering about me and I'm discovering about them. And I'm, you know, reminiscing. And I think we talked about that, the, the memory fragments. Right. <clears throat> where you get like a little memory, a little bit of something, and it just triggers. And then you start talking to the person, they had no clue. You know, or that it mattered to you. Like yeah. that was that was a couple of the conversations we had that you would bring something up, and they're like, "We didn't even know that you enjoyed that." Or our oldest, I had I had said that she enjoyed something that um, her and your aunt had done, and she's like, "I didn't even know she liked that." And I'm like, right? "Yeah, she really did. She talked about it for years." Well, that was like me and that canoe trip with my uncle. Mm -hmm. I didn't know until recently that I'm like, "Yeah, I love that. It was great." Right. I mean, we were, we were talking about doing it again, but I think Disney's taking over. I think it'd be really great to take him to Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. I think, I mean, if you're going to sacrifice something for something else, like the canoe trip would be great, but that's not like not everybody's going to do that. Now, Disney, everybody can do, and it's a fun time, you know. So. Yeah. And they haven't been in decades. They haven't been since before they were married, and they've been married for 30 years. That was so. Disneyland. They did go to Tokyo Disney. Right. That's what they said. Which is basically Disneyland <laughs> in Japanese. Gotcha. And I can attest to that because I have been there several times. Disney Sea is amazing, by the way. Love that place. Love that. I know because I want to take you there. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to Japan. He's saying that because I'm a huge Ariel fan. In fact, I have an Ariel slash Doctor Who tattoo on my side. It like covers my entire rib cage, and that's to represent Hawk and I because he's always been a Doctor Who fan, and I was a Little Mermaid fan, so we put them together. I gotta watch that Doctor. I got been watching so long though. I know. Get caught up. But the old stuff was good. Um, Clara. Clara is one of my favorites. And everybody has their favorite companion. I love Clara. And that's, yeah. So I need to get, because I stopped watching it after Capaldi. Well, and that's when Clara was around, right? Wasn't uh, it Capaldi? Yeah, yeah. After that, I didn't watch it. And I watched, I mean, I saw it cut bits of it here and there, and I wanted to watch it more. Well, in that storyline, her ending was so sad <laughs> in that dang diner. I mean, she was in like kind of a purgatory because right. yeah, kind of froze her in a physical place and took her to a different time Right. where she knows she's eventually going to die. It's just whenever that crow gets to her, you know? Oh. And so it was, it was so, I mean, that's, that's the thing is Doctor Who is kind of campy every now and then, like, especially when it came back, like the first couple seasons were kind of like, you know, salute your shorts, kind of Nickelodeon mm -hmm. cartoony kind of things. But the overall big narrative was still there, right? Of the, the the potential and the the power of the show was still there, and it, it appealed to just like everybody could find something in that show to love. River Song. Oh God, she's amazing. The so River Song 
I, I didn't know much about River Song until I met you. And then I kind of fell in love with River Song. But what was her, what did she say to him? Hello, sweetheart, or hello, sweetie. Hello, sweetie. So when we announced that our son was a boy, I posted his ultrasound picture and I said, hello, sweetie. And then, and then I, because of Hawk being a Doctor Who fan. And so, you know, we've kind of been nerdy with um, naming our son and named um, him about after a character that we loved. Um, and, you know, I've always... I was named after a boot. <laughs> you were not named after <laughs> I was named after a president's daughter, even though we're the same age. Um, Eleanor but, Roosevelt? Yeah. Oh. I was actually named after Farrah Fawcett in On Golden Pond. I don't know who that is. No, not Farrah Fawcett. Ugh. I don't know. Um, not Farrah Fawcett. Cut that out. I was actually named after... No idea. Well, on Golden Pond, I was named after the character in On Golden Pond, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda played that character. Jane Fonda. Hey. Yes, it was, was Jane Fonda. Was, uh, that was one of those olden movies. Well, and she was in that movie with her real life father, Henry Fonda. Uh -huh. And my mom went to see it. And thank God she did because she was going to name me Carissa. I do not want to be named Carissa. I start calling you Carissa. Please don't. That's your new nickname. No. So anyways. So yeah, it was, we were on the topic of what reviving relationships and toxic people. And then walking on eggshells in um Oh yeah, that's the worst one. Is yeah, these, within those these, relationships. Yeah, the right? relationships you have where there's if there's like a central you know, the toxicity is a central element. But, you know, everybody has their own relationship with it. Then you have to navigate that in certain ways. And I think that's the problem I had with a few people here and there. Not just not just in this situation, my family situation, but overall, is how do you navigate, like, you know, conversations and being, you know, the, the presence of, you know, when you're in person, the things you do, different events you attend and all that. When, you know, they they could be close friends or relative or something of the person you're not wanting to be around. Right. You know, it's not good for you. And so that's been one of those things of trying to find that balance. And it's been, it, it, it's, uh, you have to work and it's tedious, but it's there and it has been working so far. I would say that there was a slight bump. And that the other party remedied that bump pretty quickly with you. Yes. And therefore, it's not even something that I think you need to think about right now. I'm unless not. unless there's another bump. I'm not. But I mean, there's a lot of, okay, trust issues, if you will. Right. With, you know, within the, the groups or wherever. And so it's, you know, no one wants to sit there and, and like... Because it goes both ways. Like, it's not just for my sake, you know, 
I there's things I won't talk about or say because you don't want to put that family member in a difficult situation. Yeah, I think a lot of people go through this, especially yeah. in families where you're tied together. But like you know, one relatives they're they're good with each other. You're not good with that person. It becomes and so you have to walk that line. You walk that, and you know, and it's one of those and avoiding it. But yeah, it just is so tedious. And quite honestly, it's probably better if you just avoid certain subjects so that you don't put that family member in a situation where they feel like they're walking on eggshells because they feel like they have to hide something or keep something a secret or whatever, you know, you don't, you don't want to put them in that situation either. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, my aunt and uncle, right. They're kind of like the epitome of boundaries. Yeah. They, you know, then they said it, you know, and it bears, it's one of those things if you, if you do, if you travel a lot, like, you know, I was in the military and it applied people come and go, you know, people like you have people that don't like each other, like the same thing. They don't like each other. Don't get along in the same workspace or whatever. You know, it's just one of those where you just don't talk about it, you know? Right. It's just, if you're talking to one person, you don't talk to the other person and it, or about them or anything or you know you may it, and then obviously there's boundaries on that too because sometimes you know something could happen you know like hey i heard so-and-so's in the hospital well, they're okay you know it's one of those where i don't like them but i don't want them to you know be hurt or die or you know, yeah I, I just we just don't get along because i had that the 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 personality conflicts a lot mm -hmm. and um that happened a lot in the military. There's people I've worked with and we, we just had a working relationship where we did what we had to do around each other. And that was it. You know, we didn't hang out. We didn't talk. There was no small talk. There was just business and done. And that was fine. We understood that. And we, you know, I mean, that was some conversations I'd have with that person. It was like, yeah, hey, what's the deal here? We just don't like, get along. And, you know, it's we just didn't and, really have a personal relationship with them. Yeah. And it was one of those where it was like, same. his answer was my answer. It's like, I don't know why. I just don't like you. You know, it's just one of those things like, I don't know why, but oh, I don't like you. And I, I was like, okay. You know, it's, that was what the conversation boiled down to. It was like, okay, I can respect that. You know? Right. You just don't like me. Okay. I can respect that. I don't like you. That's fine. I think we're even here. And so, that that's where it was. Well, and I think that there's a difference too between deciding that somebody is not for you, but being mature enough to be around them. And, you know, yeah. not every person is, is meant to be around every person. No, we have, that's why there's, you know, every person's a little different. Different personalities, different thoughts, morals, compasses, all that fun stuff. And it just is what and, it is. And it also changes over time. Yeah. You know, I, I have friends that I have been friends with since I was 10 years old. And during the pandemic, we kind of went in different directions. Right. Because me and one member of my friend group are in the medical, or we were, I, I'm not in the medical field any longer, but at that time we were in the medical field. And so our life changed drastically. We had to test every week. We had to limit our exposure on the outside of work. 
we had to stay away from people we had you know there there was just a lot of and we took it seriously to where when they would be like oh you should just come hang out with us it's no big deal we got offended and so during that period of time they would hide that they were hanging out because they didn't want to invite us because we were in the medical field and we had told them that we weren't going to engage in that behavior. Things changed, things, you know, got better, but our friendship was still pretty distant. And recently, one of the members of my friend group who I haven't spoken to in quite some time passed away in sleep. She'd been dealing with uh, cancer on and off for years. I guess she was feeling really good for her birthday the weekend before. And sadly, she passed away in her sleep. So the member of the friend group that was still in contact with her, but that hasn't really been in contact with me, had posted um, a video and it was like 11 o'clock at night and I'd been thinking about her all day and she'd posted it and I saw that it had just been posted and so I immediately called her on video chat and I sat there and I cried with her for two hours and those are one of those situations where it's not like I cut her out it's not like we hate each other because no we don't we love each other but our lives went in different directions our moral compasses changed and I had to respect and love the fact that she wanted to live her life the way she wanted to live her life. And she had to respect and love the fact that I had my commitments. So it caused a distance. Yeah, that, that's part of life, though, is those, you know, friendships, they get distanced and then they just become just too hard to maintain you know it's just they drift apart and you know eventually you're both over different horizons and you right can't, you can't see, and that's the thing and that's not to say your paths won't cross again later it's just at this moment in time you're just it's not working well and the reason i know that regardless of whether or not our friendship is like intact right now the reason I know that we just were two women that love each other is because she picked up that call and we sat there for two hours and cried. And then the next day she kept sending me different ideas of dresses she wanted to wear to our friend's funeral. And so are we friends, best friends in this moment? No, we're not. But do I love that woman with my whole heart? I do. Right. And I think both can be true. Yeah, it was a good chat. Yep, it was all on purpose. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so. No, I mean, and I, I was saying that when we were discussing this earlier, is it, it's the, when the friendships become, quote, unquote, a chore, right? When it's, you reach out and there's no response, you know, you, you keep doing that, or it's like, you know, minimal communication or, dang it, hanging out becomes just, too much planning you know it's just when you start when you cut it when you just say okay i'm just gonna you or just your stop. lives are just different 
you know, that's, that's kind of where we're at. Um, my one friend who I am still very close to, we've had dips in the relationship where we didn't talk as much or, you know, we got into a tiff about something. One of us was upset. One of us felt hurt. One of us felt slighted. You know, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because consistently that woman has been there for me more than she has not. Um, when I recently was going through my bout of depression, she's the one that dragged me to the, to the uh, reunion. She's the one that stayed the night and did karaoke with me badly so that somebody other than my husband would listen to me on what I was going through because I know I was driving him crazy. Happens. Previous to that, when I ended up with multiple um, infections and I was hospitalized and I was on, on, on IV treatment, she was the friend that sat there in the hospital with me for two nights straight. It wasn't my husband at the time. It was my best friend. So, and it's not, it's not Hawk. <laughs> it was the other husband. You knew people before me? Yeah. That's interesting. So, at the end of the day, we're still friends, and we're still, we still show up for each other. And I was talking to somebody at the reunion, and I said, you know, I've just been going through things recently, and she's picked me up and made, made me okay and stayed the night and just looked me in the face and told me I was beautiful and helped me clean my ki kitchen and, you know, whatever. And she goes... Don't you remember you did that for me when I went through my divorce? And, you know, during her situation, the, the hardest part for her was the time that she missed out with her kids when the kids weren't with her. And so very frequently when she didn't have her kids, she would stay the night with me. And so the weekends that she wasn't with her children, she would come to my house and sit on the couch because she didn't want to be without them. Yeah, this is a terrible hole. So. I think that, I mean, it, it boils down to you. Like I said earlier, we all are walking our own path. And this was earlier, like, you know, yesterday. We're all on our own paths. But our paths are going to cross the paths of thousands of people in our lifetime, if not millions in our lifetimes. Right? Right. So you have this big web of just crisscrossing paths in the universe. And that's that's what it is. Is it, you may not be on the same, you know, tra trajectory as somebody else right now. And then your paths divert. They may come back around. They may not. But it is what it is, and that's well, just that's just life. And I I will tell you, just like I knew she would pick up that video chat if I needed her tomorrow morning for something, she'd show up. I know she would, because she loves me, even if we're not. The best of friends right now needed her she would show up and at the end of the day if we're not super close right now but that's the kind of friend i will always have in my life then i'm grateful for that because i don't have many of them but the ones i have i do appreciate 
Yeah, it's good. So that leads to cutting out the toxic people. Yeah. Yeah, it's just what it is. <laughs> and that's know. not like the natural evolution of things. Because like kind of what I described with the friendships and how they kind of went their separate paths. But the, the, the love is still there. That's not the same as having to cut toxic people out. Oh, yeah. No, it's not like your paths diverge. It's like... Like for your own mental health, it, you had to. Yeah, it was one of those where like they didn't diverge, but they. I'm trying to find think of the word. It's more scorched earth. Is <laughs> what it's that's that's the best term. Is you look back and just like yeah, I'm torching that because I don't want to be around them again. That's you know that's it's different than drifting apart. This is like you actively go out of your way to either make either just be petty and make them hate you so much they don't talk to you anymore or vice versa you know or just ignore the whole situation and sometimes it takes you know ripping the band-aid off and just maybe we're going for the going for the throat to make that to just get that connection severed but i mean if you got to do it you have to do it you know because it's it's not going to get better you're going to be miserable. They're not going to care. In certain circumstances. It's not every situation. Too hard. Damn it. You know, it's not like not everybody has those situations. I've, I've had issues with things my parents have said or done. But I know that It ne wasn't necessarily meant to be malicious. It, there wasn't the intent there. Right. And so those things you can kind of get past, I would say. I'd say it just depends, you know, because it's the level of it. Of right. Are they going to change? If there's, if there's a possible improvement in the future or there's a will of their part to change, <clears throat> excuse me, then, yeah, I can see it becoming a thing again. But, I mean, there'd be obviously the relationship past that would be completely different, right? Better or worse, boundaries, yeah, or, or either way. I mean, people might be better at it, you know, they might go over and be like, the relationship is better, you know, because the, the time away and the time no communication did them well, right. It's not my ball. In some situations, this hole is killing me. In some situations, there's no choice. To, you know, we've all, I don't know if you've all been through it where you just were like, stop, go away. You know? Maybe, maybe even a few times you had to do that to make the point, you know? But I do think that there is potential in some situations for it to remedy. Reconciliation. Yeah. So now we got all the serious stuff out of the way. Can we talk about shitty drivers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that one. Which one? All of them. The biggest problem we have around here is snowbirds. 
I don't know, because they're all moving here permanently now. I know, but in the summer, it's definitely not as bad. Like you I, know, Maybe they're just more brave. No, no, no. In the winter. The ones that are here year-round know how to drive year-round. It may be a little bit slower, but they know how things work all the time. There's consistency, and old people like consistency. Oh, but it's when, you know, around that fall time when they start arriving, the first time you get stuck behind somebody going 30 and a 50 with out-of-state plates, you know, it's it's fall. Right. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's the problem, because... Okay. Like the problem I had the other day, is that same thing. I was going... 30 and a 50 kind of talking on his phone, but like on the Bluetooth at least. And then runs a, like a red light turn without looking and almost gets absolutely clobbered by the cars making the left turn. There's no awareness at all. No self-preservation whatsoever. It's just, I'm old and I don't care. If I die, I die. I die, I die. It was good. It's sooner rather than later anyways. But, it's just, what are you going to do? Did I ever tell you the story about the lady that crashed her car into the lake at the golf course? No, but remember I showed you that video a few months ago of the older couple that ran their big GPS told them to turn, so they turned right off a pier. And they're sitting there in the water, and people are yelling at them, you got to get out. And they're like, well, this isn't right. <laughs> like, there's a look on their face. It's like, this isn't right. No, this so this lady had dementia, but she was, like, early stages. And her family didn't really, they were kind of in denial. And so she was still driving and stuff like that. And she was driving home from the store. And there's a lake outside of the golf course in this one neighborhood. And she crashed into the lake, went underwater, and nobody found her till a month later when the guy fishing for the golf balls found a whole car in the lake. <laughs> a whole ass car was in the lake. Yeah, that happens quite a bit. A lot of unsolved missing persons cases are solved like that. Like they had a suspicion, but they could never find the vehicle because it went in and just sunk right away. Right. Or it was in the wrong area. And then, like, you know, the, a drought or, you know, a flood or something shifts it around. And all of a sudden, bam, Bob's your uncle. Well, and they did, they did have, like, a silver alert because she was missing, but nobody ever found her. Well, that's why they didn't find her. Yeah. Gotta check the lakes more often. Especially those artificial golf sewage lakes. I just didn't think it was that deep. They're deeper than you think. They're quite deep. Why? I don't know. Maybe she was in a Mini Cooper. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was a small car. Could be. Lowrider? Lowrider. Just picture that. There's a nice old lady just it's off a to a Lowrider convention. She can bounce her car. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a great sitcom. I'd watch that reality show every day of the week. That 90 show got renewed. I know, I saw that. So happy. It was very nostalgic for me. I love that. So, well, I think that's going to do it for us now. This extra long episode. So, join, like, subscribe, follow, alerts. Be all safe of that. out there. 
Bye. Bye. Aw, oh, Potato, why you gotta be so cute?